Hello and welcome to the Dactronics Experience Podcast. We're on site today at the Denny Sanford Premier Center in, in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And we're going to talk with Brian Miller, the Assistant Commissioner of the Summit League, and Eric Ray, the event production um, producer for Dactronics and, and, uh, at South Dakota State University. Um, so just to start, guys, uh, welcome to the podcast here. We have Jessa with us as well. She's our executive producer. Um, and we want to talk about the Summit League and the experience here at the Denny and all the history here as well. But Brian, can we start with you and just get a brief history of your position and, and what you do with the Summit League? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, at the Summit League, uh, as you said, my title is Assistant Commissioner um, for Championships and, and Marketing. Uh, I, I've kind of come a, a random or a unique way of, to, to the Summit League. Um, I started out here at Augustana University in Sioux Falls, and I worked there for eight years. And I uh, received a, I got a, a, a job uh, at the Sioux Falls Sports Authority to, to be the executive director of the Sioux Falls Sports Authority. And so I was able to uh, work with the Summit League for a few years, for about two and a half years uh, to be exact. So about three tournaments. And I got to work with Eric uh, as well. And, uh, and the Summit League offices moved from Sioux Falls to, to Chicago. And during that transition, uh, Commissioner Duple and Minnie K. Larson, uh, the deputy commissioner, um, reached out and asked if I'd be interested in joining the league um, and, and coming this, as they were coming this direction. And uh, I was able to, uh, to kind of talk with my family and, and, and see if it was a good opportunity. And I was make, able to to make that happen and so um, I've been with the league for two and a half or th uh, since 2018 uh, okay. the way of saying that that COVID year kind of throws it in into the midst so uh, right. uh, uh, spring of 2018 and I oversee um, uh, our, our some of you sports cross-country indoor track and field um, outdoor track and field and baseball and then I oversee all of our sponsorships uh, for the basketball tournament and then marketing as well for the basketball tournament and our general marketing throughout the year. So I kind of have a, a variety of roles but uh, when it specifically talking today about the basketball championships I kind of oversee and, and assist with uh, the, the marketing aspect of it as well as our sponsorship and, and sales side of it as well. So Great. Um, and Eric, can you give us a little bit of background on your history with Dactronics and the Summit League as well? Yes, yeah, so I've been at Dactronics a long time mainly uh, doing event production over at South Dakota State. Um, so I've been doing that for since 2005. Um, and then I've been involved with the uh, Summer League Tournament since uh, we brought that to Sioux Falls back in 2009, working with the Summit League, uh, back then the arena, and obviously now moving over here to the Premier Center, working with the staff here at the Premier Center, Brian's team obviously at the, uh, at the Summit League. Um, so that's kind of been um, where I've been, it's uh, basically been on the production side for a long time. And can we get kind of a history? You mentioned the Summit League and, and coming to Sioux Falls and, and working with that. Can you kind of go back to the beginnings of when it started and maybe when the Summit League tournament moved to Sioux Falls? Yeah. And again, Eric can speak to more of the, the logistical side of the actual tournament being brought to Sioux Falls. Again, during that time, I was just received a, a job at Augustana. I okay. moved to town in 2008. So I was aware of the Summit League tournament. At that time, I was like, man, those guys are stealing my thunder. Right. <laughs> I was at Augie trying to do my do my best sure, there. And sure. here I got the Summit League tournament coming to town and we had a bunch of uh, Jackrabbit fans and other fans from around the around the country to, coming into Sioux Falls, which was great, great for the community. But just, of course, from from my point of perspective at that point in time, um, but from the league, from what I've understood, from the league uh, by moving it to Sioux Falls it's only of course we we have the now facility here in our backdrop with the Denny Sanford Premier Center uh, was played at the uh, Sioux Falls Arena for until um, 2015 um, so I know there's been um, a lot of excitement and and without probably the Summit League tournament and a few other events as well this building may be, may not have happened which is which is kind of unique but uh, from from our perspective as far as the league goes um, especially since the move here into this new building 
with all the amenities, with all the, the video boards and all the components that we have here, uh, it's definitely elevated it um, uh, probably uh, higher than we ever thought it, it could be. Of course, you add the fans into it, and it just makes it a, for electric electric atmosphere. But maybe Eric can speak to the to the concept of how the production has maybe changed from the from the start. Sure. Yeah. So you know, back in uh, when we started this thing back in 2009 at the old arena, it um, it was uh, it was. We didn't have anything. There was no video screens in there. There was no LEDs in there. So, um, you know, we basically built uh, temporary center hungs, brought down scores tables, all that good stuff to basically make um, the fan experience help. They help with the experience. So, um, you know, back then it, it was there was a lot of work that went into it from our demo teams to uh, there's there's a lot of ha people that had a hand in, in in helping us do that for a number of years until they finally got a, some LED screens um, in the old arena and then obviously with the move over here to the Premier Center like Brian said you have all the amenities obviously um, all the LED that we have here to work with um, and then obviously a state-art control system um, it's obviously made it a lot easier um, and there's a lot more things that we can do obviously to help engage the fans and, and provide a better experience over here at the Denny. Yeah because you truly Eric and again I don't mean to steal the thunder but for, when I remember coming over again, working at Augie and coming over and chatting with yourself or with others, you guys brought everything. Like you guys brought everything from the start to finish to make it to make it happen for a few years, and so that was a huge undertaking. And and I think that only helped elevate us to see what could be if there was a new venue and you brought in the new elements over here and you had it start from from brand new rather than bringing in elements in. You're able to do that, and I think that was maybe the the vision of of this facility as well. Okay, and Eric, how long? Um, sorry, how long, but when did you first start with the Summit League and working with that? Did you mention the year when you started that? 2009, when they brought it, when they brought it to Sioux Falls in 2009 is uh, kind of when Dectronics got involved with that, just obviously needing to help um, put a little lipstick on the, on the building over mm -hmm. there is when we got involved, obviously, with, with bringing down the screens, but also helping with the production. We brought a lot of production gear, front-end gear, cameras, down those first few years to uh, to help out, you know, get this thing off the ground here in Sioux Falls. Yeah, and actually to touch on that, uh, the the first couple of the years the games were not on television either, and so oh, okay. everything was in house, and so that was the biggest piece is that there weren't elements to pull from because there was not a production truck from the from the linear side. So when Eric says again, everything everything was brought. Uh, it was pretty impressive to 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 see that all be put together in a mm -hmm. short time frame and and make it all work and, and put it all together. So. And are we bringing anything this year? I mean, I'm, I'm sure over the years things have changed. Obviously, we've got all this equipment here in the Denny and it's got the nice control room and, and all of those things are here now. Do we bring anything still today for, the, for this tournament? Yeah, you can touch on here. Yeah, uh, as far as equipment-wise, we don't obviously need to. Uh, well, actually, we will. We'll actually bring our. We'll bring a couple of. We'll bring a, a press conference backdrop screen down that we'll use in the press conferences. We'll do some. We have some graphics for that, and then we'll also bring a display uh, for the Summit Lounge. They call it the Summit Lounge out here in the lobby. Uh, we'll bring a screen down for that, so people obviously it's it's March. March Madness is starting. You got a mm -hmm. lot of conference uh, conference games wrapping up this week on the on the Division One side. So we'll put it down there so between games people can enjoy watching some, some college basketball or whatever we put on that screen down there in the, in the Summit Lounge. So those will be the screens that we'll bring down for that. Um, as far as the other stuff we do, obviously a lot of the stuff that you guys see out here in the background, um, our creative team designs all this. So we got our creative team back at Dectronics that plays a big role in the, the Summit League tournament. Obviously we do a lot of the content, a lot of the graphics, headshots, animations. 
um, other than the stuff that Brian provides on the sponsorship side. Um, all that stuff that we'll, we'll handle all that stuff. And then we also bring a team down to, to run stats here for us too. It's just a unique situation with the building. They don't do a lot of college basketball in here and we're not quite set up to easily uh, pull that off on the stat side. So we'll, we'll bring some people down to run DAC stats and it's just, it provides a little bit more for us. It's easy, flexible. Um, so we'll have a, a staff that'll come down here and, and run some stats for us too. And there will be one other element, too. I think in 2019 was the first year, but we're actually going to have a digital-wrapped podium as well. That was one of the oh, other yeah. elements that uh, Matt Warnke uh, worked to, to kind of yep. showcase and, and have that. So I think we're one of few conferences that maybe have that at, at the podium. And the digital backdrop is, is, is amazing as well for the press drop, our press, pr press conference, as well as the Summit Lounge, like Eric said. It, those are great uh, pieces for us, and they uh, provide a lot of exposure for our schools, but then also allow our fans to, to check out a few other games. Sure, sure. So and behind us right now is an ice rink, but it will yeah. be basketball court soon, right? So some of those things that, that Dactronics is bringing, where will those be located? Yeah, so our press conference is actually located underneath. Um, that's where our, our, our press conference located room is. It's um, just off the court. Uh, so there'll be a, a, a press backdrop along with the, the, the podium that'll be there. And then the uh, Summit Lounge is actually located on the main floor of the Denny Sanford Premier Center. Okay. It's just an opportunity. There's a, there's a bar located down there. It's a lounge area, that type of thing. Actually, uh, CU Mortgage is one of our, uh, one of our sponsors, and they uh, kind of overtake that area and kind of help fans just kind of a spot to, to kind of sit and lounge and, and hang out and, again, check out a couple basketball games uh, depending upon who's playing at that at certain time so um it, it, to go way back in history that lounge was even more popular just for the fact that uh, we used to have the home show or the sportsman show at the same time so okay. we can envision the arena and the convention center here attached to the denny sanford premier center uh, uh bustling with a bunch of other events we only had the premier center in 2018 i believe it was we were able to take over the whole space. So we own for the weekend uh, from the old arena all the way through here to the Premier Center. And so now it's allowed people to go to other uh, gathering spaces inside the convention center. So the lounge isn't as large as it used to be. It used to be jam-packed full of people. There's still quite a few people that go down there and hang out in between sessions or at halftime and things. Um, but it's still a valuable valuable option for us to allow our fans to interact and, and see the, the, the beautiful display. I mean, it's impressive how how crisp that display is. Yeah, yeah, they, they get tighter in pixel pitch, easier to see up close and things like that. Um, and I'm gonna go back to something Eric said, you kind of mentioned you bring down a certain number of crew. How big is that crew and are they controlling all of the displays including the extra stuff we bring and is that all from the same control room? Yeah, as far as crew, we don't necessarily, we'll, we'll bring some stat, a few stat, pe stat people down, but as far as crew here, it's, it's basically, I'll come down here and kind of help the Premier Center and kind of work with Brian to kind of get everything set up on their end. Okay. Load a lot of content, make sure Brian kind of gets a lot of his sponsorship stuff uh, taken care of. Um, but the Premier Center has their own staff, so they'll okay. come down and they'll, they'll, they'll run cameras, they'll run replay, they'll produce direct. I'm kind of down here just to kind of maybe bridge the gap a little bit between Brian and the Premier Center and just make sure everything kind of gets, um, gets taken care of, gets loaded, everything works. Um, and then as far as the stuff down downstairs, it's um, we have some volunteers that can help out in the press room, uh, run uh, the press conferences down there, and obviously uh, the display on the lobby kind of kind of runs itself. So it's a, a crew from from our end. It's it's a it's a minimal crew. It's uh, the Premier Center. Obviously, it's their it's their building. They know how to do this. They handle a lot of events uh, during mm -hmm. the year, so they know how to do this. This isn't their first rodeo. So we just kind of come down here and and help them out a little bit, just kind of kind of get everything prepared for the tournament. 
Sure. Yeah, and, and that switch kind of happened I think, in 2017 maybe or something mm -hmm. like that. Once the building actually got familiar and had a staff, but I think you used to bring everybody up until that point yep. in time. Yeah, so, when it was at the arena, yep, we did. We actually yeah. brought, uh, we brought crew down to run cameras, run replay, do the whole nine yards. But, uh, yeah, obviously now it's, um, it's uh, I'm glad that we don't have to do that. Uh, yeah, do yeah. that today. So that's sure. kind of how things have changed a little bit over the years. Not just building and number of displays or what we bring, but also crew to run things and and the logistics side of things has mm -hmm. changed. And and now we've got this building that we get to to use for the Summit League. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So this is the 40th anniversary of the Summit League. Is that right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We're 1982 was the was the uh, inaugural year. Um, and again, we're kind of in that middle, but they consider this as the 40th year, um, mm -hmm. even though 82 would be. Um, next year technically 2022 2023 but as far as that goes yeah we are in our 40th year so we are doing a couple couple small things in regards to that we're kind of throwing it back to to 82 or to the 80s and so we okay. have some fun cool. things uh, some interaction um now our fans will be taking part of um we're doing some uh look-alike things with the with the video board uh with the electronics video board um we'll hopefully see how that goes i know a lot of the nhl teams are doing some of that and some other nba teams and so we're gonna try to see that and, and have some fun with that um there's just a, a variety of things we do have a DeLorean car from the back to the future type of approach nice. coming we have some Ghostbuster guys from Sioux Falls here coming uh, throughout the weekend so it should be a lot of fun to kind of kick it back to the to the 80s we are unveiling uh, the top 40 moments the basketball moments as well if you if you head over to the summerly.org uh, you can check those out and so we're uh, throwing it back all the way all the top moments kind of throughout the the history of of the league and but also the history of the of the tournament as well um, so yeah it, it's Pretty impressive to, to mark our 40th year again. We weren't the Summit League all the way through those 40 years. Um, we've changed names uh, twice, um, um, but uh, but it's still uh, one league, and we're excited about about celebrating our 40th. That's a, a, a large a large moment. Absolutely, congratulations. Yeah, yeah and um, with the, the the 40th, and you've got that theme going on. Uh, you're able to change kind of the displays and, and fit that theme and celebrate the 40th with that. Do you have? Anything else kind of planned for during games that you can kind of maybe sneak peek that you don't want to yeah. unveil too much? But yeah, actually, well, this year will be brand new, and, and Eric's helping me out with this as well, but we're gonna actually going to go lights out for intros. And I know it's not a major thing, and it's not 40th related by any means, but that's one thing that I've been trying to do. I know a lot of our schools at their locations put lights out for intro and do the spotlight and, and do the do the, the the big bang as far as making it exciting for the for the kickoff of the of each game and so we're going to do that and that's going to take a little bit of uh, some working to make sure that everything gets set and, and put together uh, but I know that's um, that's going to be a, a big thing and we're also going to play everyone's intro video prior to the game so each unique team's intro video uh, we I think we did that in 2020 uh, but with taking a year off we we also did that the same for Pentagon as well when we had no fans and I'm excited to get the fans back do the intro videos, but then also have the lights out to kind of to kind of elevate that experience. Um, so I'm always trying to trying to find unique ways mm -hmm. of doing some different things. Again, that that um, um, there's uh, we do a, quite a few different promotions. Maybe not as many as some some uh, semi-professional teams and others, but we do quite a few promotions throughout the throughout the tournament. And so it's great to have the assets that that Dactronics has to be able to kind of provide exposure in venue, but then also um, kind of make it uh, immersive, I guess, and as far as bringing it all together. So. Uh, we'll be dropping some uh, parachutes from the ceiling like we normally have in the past uh, with Fun. from Shields gift cards in. And so by having their graphics that, that they had created with the, with the content as well as having those parachutes drop from the ceiling, it kind of makes for a fun 
uh, for a fun shot. So, um, yeah. um, as far as anything else, I'm trying to think of anything else that we got planned. You saw the script in a roundabout way. To but be honest, I haven't looked at it all yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're, uh, yeah. So we're going to do um, some confetti at the end. Um, we've never done confetti. Uh, we're going to do some confetti for the, the championship teams. Okay. So during the awards presentation, we'll shoot off a, a few cannons of confetti. Um, so we're doing just small things here and there. Yeah. Um, again, a lot of the legwork was between probably 2014 to 2015 to get everything up into running in here in the Premier Center. And now we just kind of try to add slowly throughout just to, to make sure that it's unique. Uh, we do have we have uh, the lower bowl is sold out, um, and so we're well up into the upper level. And um, so what, what happens a lot of times is we have a lot of people purchased all session tickets, and so there uh, quite a few of them are here for 10 out of the 14 or 14 yeah. out of the 14 games. So trying to keep it fresh for them or trying to keep it exciting for them, um, we're not like a normal – I mean, that's almost like a, like a regular season, 14 games is like yeah. a regular season. So it's when you jam-pack that into four days, and next, uh, next year we're actually moving to five days. So we'll have all 10 teams from both sides make it, so we'll be a Friday through Tuesday championship. It'll even add another additional pressure to make sure that 18 games are sure. are fun and unique and things like that. So, um, yeah, uh, Eric and, and the crew and, uh, and and all the different components that we have make uh, make a world of a difference. Sure. I'm, I'm curious how you get some of those ideas. You mentioned NBA or NHL are doing some similar types of things. Do you find yourself watching other events at TV at, at home and saying maybe we should try and incorporate that? Or is you, you working it and bouncing it off of Eric and saying, hey, is this something possible maybe we yeah. can look at? All the above. Yeah. I like I like to borrow. I don't steal. I like to borrow ideas. Okay. And we always like to tweak them. So um, I, I do watch uh, the, the local universities especially closely to see kind of what they're doing and what's working. Uh, but, yeah, I, I usually try to elevate and see what it's working on the on the professional level they have the they have the larger budgets so i know that they have some opportunities to do some of those fun things and and there are things i know on our radars that radar that um would be fun to implement again mm -hmm. it's just uh finding the the a the time in the script first of all we're kind of sure. packing that script in there pretty quick uh we love to have the cheer and the dance participate so we do take quite a few of those timeouts to make sure that they get their spotlight um but uh, there are there are things down the pipeline that hopefully we can continue to uh, to bring in and, and kind of um, kind of immerse everybody with. Uh, there are some ideas. We have a Summit League app. Uh, Q Audio is one of those opportunities okay. uh, where we could do the trivia up on the video board sure. and have people answer, and we can kind of connect it that way. So, um, yeah, the ideas are endless. It's just finding again a enough time in the script, but then also b just making sure that um, that we can that we can find a, a sponsor or make it work within within sure. our within our realm. Yeah, and with that, Eric, maybe you've seen it kind of grow over the years with that. Maybe your scripts have gotten a little different over the years and with changing buildings and, and things. Have you seen, like, you talked about the moments and the, the amount of people that come kind of grow almost every year. Has, have you seen a, a lot of change in that aspect? Yeah, I mean, obviously things change from year to year, and especially mm -hmm. now with the, all the technology that's available. Um, there's a lot of things you can do, and I'm with Brian, you know, obviously being producing games on the collegiate level, you're always looking to borrow ideas mm -hmm. from what other people are doing. So to maybe piggyback off of that, I watch a lot of stuff. Obviously, social media, it's an easy way to, to pick some stuff off. But I do watch a lot of that stuff as well, just like Brian does, to figure out, hey, what can we do? What works? What, what's a cool new idea? Um, but as far as change, obviously, yeah, it, it has. Obviously, if we go back to what we did in 2009, we probably there wasn't probably much on the sponsorship side or the promotion side. We just we just 
it just we just didn't have it and maybe the league maybe didn't have uh, a full grasp on that or a full person yeah. dedicated just to the marketing promotion side for the basketball tournament mm-hmm. and obviously that's changed in the last two or three years mm-hmm. with with bringing more on and obviously generating some revenue on their front here for the basketball tournament too so um, I assume that'll continue to grow and um, like Brian said as as new things come about obviously uh, the Premier Center is 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 very technologically advanced. They got the right people here. Um, that uh, they got some smart people here. If they if we have an idea and um, we can take it to them, and, and more than likely they could they could find a way to pull it off. So, yeah, for sure. Great. So, um, do you have any favorite memories of the Summit League over the years? I know Eric, you said you 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 know been doing this for a while anything that I would probably have life? a fairly biased opinion <laughs> on what some of the favorite memories would be sure. but um, you know there's nothing like March Madness right when you get to March it's just uh, especially if you're you're involved with college athletics there's nothing like March and um, you know that's what these student athletes come to school for right they, they come to school and they sign up to to play basketball and the end goal for all of them is to make it to the NCAA tournament um, so when you come down here to Sioux Falls um, you know, you've seen the high. You see the highest of highs and the lowest of lows. You see the high moments. You see the the super low moments. But uh, to be able to see those uh, those kids, those student athletes, be able to achieve their goal and make it to the NCAA tournament is 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 something special. And obviously, for us to have a hand in you know providing the atmosphere or the environment to make that uh, a lasting or a memorable experience, both for the student athletes, the fans, uh, everyone that comes along. Obviously, that's uh, pretty rewarding at the end of the day. Very cool. How about you, Brian? Is, yeah. it, is it exciting to see more buzzer beaters or any, any close games? Yeah, or? on the league side now, it's a little bit different. When I was at the Sioux Falls Sports Authority, I was, it was, my first year was 2016, and so I didn't know what to really expect. Again, watching it from afar, mm-hmm. uh, still in Sioux Falls, but watching it and, and attending it, but not necessarily from the perspective of putting it together and, and seeing it all the way through. Um, probably that first game in 2016, with the, with the building being electric. Again, we usually have great crowds on Saturday. Walking into that and, and just goosebumps as far as just the excitement that's yeah. that's ready for the tip-off. Um, and so th- that's, that's definitely where it's been. And I apologize for your question you asked. Did you, do you prefer more buzzer beaters and exciting yeah, moments? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, and then moving over to the Summit League side, yeah. um, uh, there's, there's a little bit more uh, neutrality as far as not having to cheer for one or the other, right? right? right. So um, having buzzer beaters just gets me a little more tense as far as the excitement <laughs> behind that. It's still exciting, but as far as making sure that the officials are, are doing what they need to do and okay. everybody's going to do, you know, I mean, there's a lot more layers now from the Summit League side, uh, sure. from the conference side, than there were maybe from the Sports Authority side. But uh, but nonetheless, it's um, the tournament is... Um, you almost have to come to understand what it's all about and how it all put how it all put together. Our teams are why people come. They don't come because of what I do, and, and I hate to say mm-hmm. it, but what Eric does either. It's really about the basketball teams, and as long as those teams are competing at the highest level like they are, um, we'll have fans and we'll have people watching from all over the world um, for, for many years to come. Right, so you guys are hoping for a successful tournament, some some good um, competition and good games out there, and high high level basketball plays. It's Correct. kind of the the end goal, especially from the league side. right? Correct, yeah, for sure. That's 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 what we want. We want it to be a, the, a great opportunity for the student athletes to showcase what 
what they have, what they've been doing all year long. Sure, that's great. And that, that'll be this weekend, and we'll be kind of looking forward to it. It starts on Saturday and ends on Tuesday with two championship games. So uh, tune in if you can, and if you're able to be in Sioux Falls, come join and watch, watch the festivities it. there. Well, thank you guys for joining us today and sharing all about the, the Summit League going on in Sioux Falls. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thanks much. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Dactronics Experience Podcast. Please subscribe at your favorite place to listen to podcasts to keep up with our latest episodes. 